Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. Guys, welcome back to a fresh episode of the podcast. Today's topic is something very important, and it is something which has huge ramifications on your life if, ooh, a butterfly. I use that phrase, ooh, a butterfly, on a regular basis to describe somebody who has what is called shiny object syndrome. Shiny object syndrome, this is a debilitating condition which afflicts millions of people who are trying to live their best life and bring out the absolute best in their body. But they often never get far enough into their journey before something new and shiny catches their attention, grabs their eye, and then they get pulled off course. Hmm, ringing any bells? Maybe you've been walking down the side, down the sidewalk and you've seen something out of the corner of the eye. Oh, that looks exciting, that's new, that's shiny. That is exactly what shiny object syndrome is. And you might have even experienced it doing the uh, the scrolling on the Instagram or the Facebooks. You're just scrolling along, just minding your own business, and then something stops you in your tracks. Something grabs your attention and stops you where you are. Shiny object syndrome, that's what it's called. But this is something that you need to really stay away from. You have to really try and avoid being pulled into and being sucked into these fads, these gimmicks, these attention-seeking ideas. It's often a mistake for people when they want to change something. They want to try something new or an exciting challenge, basically to spice things up. It's not a good idea. And the reason I say it's not a good um, a good idea is because unless you already have the results you are after and you want to vary up your training and what you have been doing because you are already where you want to be, I would advise you against chopping and changing what you're doing. Because if you've got no results to show for what you've been doing, so if you're not any stronger, if you're no fitter or no leaner to becoming the person you want to become, why on earth would you want to keep changing the approach that you're doing? If you're going from training style A to B to C to D, and you're running all the way through the alphabet doing all these different types of training, it might be worth actually committing to one type of training for a long enough period of time that actually produces the results you're after. Here's a novel idea for you. And it might be for you and it might be somebody you know. It might be a Joe or Jane or a Harold or a Karen who does this. And if it is, you can point them towards this podcast to hopefully get rid of this once and for all. I want you to learn to finish what you start. It is so easy to start a new program in the gym. It is very easy to jump on board the newest diet. Very, very easy to do these things. But how many people have the ability, the discipline and the willpower to actually see it through until the end? Very few people. You must start to develop the skill of stickability. That is your ability to follow the plan from start to finish without deviating off track. And this is where as a grown adult, you 
should, I use the word should because not everybody has it, but you should have control of your mind. Because if you don't have control of your mind, who the fuck does? Is Are you just in body form and somebody's got you dangling with a, a handful of ropes and mo- making you move around like a puppet? Because unfortunately, a lot of people do that. They just go through life willy-nilly, not really thinking about what they're doing, and they just get pulled to the right. Oh, that looks shiny. Pulled to the left. Oh, a butterfly. They get pulled all over the place, and then they wonder, why am I not where I want to be? It's because you do not have the willpower to stay on one course. You keep chopping and changing, hoping, wishing, praying that the next best thing that comes along is going to be the one. The bottom line is this. You just haven't stuck in anything long enough to actually make it work. Most plans work when you do the work. But this is also the funny thing. All of these different training programs, all of these different diets, all of these different products, which crap on about variety or, you know, getting six-pack abs without having to do any work or just doing four minutes a day or whatever their fucking catchphrase is, all of these things crap on about the same thing because they know they don't work. All of these different things say, this is the best thing. No, you've got to do 28 different exercises. You've got to use barbells. You've got to do dumbbells. Like They they all work if you stick at them long enough. But people get the illusion of results because every time they go to do something, every time they go to a class or an exercise routine, every time they rock up, they're doing something different. So if you're training three days a week and every time you go, you're doing a different series of exercises, it gives the impression I must be progressing. I'm doing something different to what I did last time. This is awesome. I'm making progress when really you're probably not actually making progress. You're just doing a bunch of different shit. Sweating does not equal results. It just means you've worked hard and it is your body's physiological response to help cool you down. Sweat is a response to help keep your body cool so you do not overheat. doesn't mean you're actually getting any better. That's just your body trying to maintain homeostasis or a sense of neutral balance you see doing a different doing a million different exercises isn't going to get you where you want to go you ever heard the saying jack of all trades master of none that applies if you're doing all of these different exercise routines all the fucking time you're not going to get any results period this is why everything attracts you This is why you think you need to try something new or different because one style of training or program promises the world. And then something over on the other side of the the room, it promises you something else. It's a different type of shiny. It's got a different type of attraction to it. You're thinking, ooh, which one do I do? Maybe I'll do one week of the first one. I'll see how I'll see how that goes. I won't go 100%. I won't fully commit to it. I'll just I'll see how it goes. I'll see if I like it. And then if I don't like it, I can always go to plan B. So in your head, you have already non you have a non-commitment to the goal. Because you don't really think it's going to work. Already you have a backup plan in your mind. This looks shiny, but if it doesn't work out, it's okay because there's something else shiny over there. That looks attractive as well. So one month, it could be Les Mills classes. 
And that's that's a whole nother fucking story. I don't want to go on about that. But it could be Les Mills for one month. And then you might think, nah, that's a little bit easy. Or it's not quite hardcore enough. So then you go and jump into some boot camps. And then that absolutely destroys your body. And you think, I need something a little bit less impactful. Something a little bit more low-key. So maybe you think, I'll let my joints and stuff recover. So I'll go, I'll do some swimming for a bit. And then you get kind of bored of swimming because you see that same strip of tiles down beneath you. And you're swimming in the same direction, doing the same stroke repetitively, monotonously. So then you think, I need something different. I need to spice things up. I need something more exciting, something to, to, to grab my interest. So then you try boxing. And that's hardcore. You sweat really hard doing boxing. It's all high intensity. For a full hour, it's high intensity. Well, I can tell you right now, if you're doing something that is, air quotes, high intensity for 60 minutes, it's actually not high intensity at all. Because if, if it is high intensity, you won't be able to do it for 60 minutes straight. I can fucking, I can assure you of that. But then you've done your boxing and then you shuttle across to the spin classes because you've worked your upper body so hard and you think, I've got to balance that out. I'll jump on the bike for a bit. And then last but not least, you try this this thing which you've never heard of before, but it sounds interesting. There's a lot of people in a park. They look like they're working pretty fucking hard. It's called MetaFit. And you think, that's the answer. That's the one thing that I haven't had. I've had, haven't had a community. I haven't had the sun shining. And then you just think, that's the answer to all your prayers. You've just tried six or seven different types of fucking training. For fuck's sake. What will trying all of these different modes of training accomplish? Really? You don't want to go a mile wide and an inch deep. You want to go an inch wide and a mile deep. What this means is you do your research. You do some investigating. Where am I currently at? If it's weight loss, fat loss, how many kilos do I objectively, realistically want to lose? What are your injuries? Do you have any joint problems or joint pain that restricts you from doing certain movements or exercises or using certain equipment? Because already by doing that, you eliminate some of the exercises you should not be doing. No matter how much you might want to do these things, if your body doesn't like them, if your body is not capable of doing them, if some of these exercises are a contraindication, so something you should be avoiding, why on earth would you put your body through it? It makes no sense. Yet people do this all the time because I like it. It's fun. It's exciting. It's tantalizing. Yeah, but it's no good for your body. Why are you fucking doing it? Pick one type of training that you think is going to get you to where you want to go. And I encourage you, do not change a single thing for a minimum of three months. And soon as I say that, crickets, people go quiet. And then they think about the reality. They think about the severity of what that actually means. Jesse's telling me I can't do anything else except for this one thing for 12 weeks. Ooh, sounds a bit risky. I'm not sure if I can do that. I like all of these different shiny things. They're fun, they're exciting, they're new. Well, if you haven't got the results you're looking for, maybe it's time you stop chopping and changing and just put all of your eggs into one basket. Actually committed. I'm talking about 100% commitment here. Not leaving something in the back sleeve 
or in the back pocket as a plan B. No. You just pick something which you think is going to get you to where you want to go and fucking do it with intent, with purpose. So you don't have to change everything at once. It might mean a certain diet or nutritional protocol. Maybe for you it's no added sugar. Or maybe it's no booze. 12 weeks, no booze. Maybe it's I, I commit to walk for 30 minutes for 12 weeks every single day. Oh, what about Saturday and Sunday? Are they rest days? It's just a walk for fuck's sake. But just pick something. This is where people go into analysis paralysis. They overthink things. Just pick one thing. Do your research. If you feel confident that your body can do it and you think it's going to get you to where you go, dig deep. Put all of your efforts into that one thing for 12 weeks and see what happens. You'll be fucking amazed by the results you get by doing one thing and following it through from start to finish. But I want to run through a few characteristics of people who have shiny object syndrome. And these are some of the things they usually exhibit uh, and some of the traits that they have. So people who have this affliction, they typically have no idea which exercises are tried and tested to get results. So great coaches understand that methods are many and principles are few. That means there are a few governing laws, so to speak, of physical training that produce results every time when they are adhered to. Okay? There are certain movement patterns that all the best coaches in the world use. And they have variations of these. <coughs> Push, pull, hinge, squat, anyone? People who have shiny object syndrome, they usually have no idea why they are doing a specific exercise and how it actually pertains to their goals. So this is, this is the type of person who just likes to rock up to training, get in, work really fucking hard, and get out as quick as possible. I want to get in there, smash myself, feel like I've worked myself right down, ground myself down to a fine powder, and then I can tick that box and go home and just keep keep living the way I've been living. You know, they Over time, doesn't matter how long they've been training for, they have no knowledge and understanding of movement, of those specific exercises. And if they are questioned, this individual cannot explain the correct technique and the rationale behind why it is being used in the first place. Which is precisely why in my initial consultation that I do with people, I go through a movement assessment, a movement evaluation. And most of the time people have done the exercises within this evaluation before. So for me, I think that's great, perfect. This person has a bit of knowledge, a bit of understanding. They've got a, already a starting point, excellent. And then I ask people to show me what they've already got. So if I say we're going to do push-ups, I ask people, just give me three to five push-ups. I'm not saying drop and give me 20. I'm just saying, just give me three to five of what you already got. And then I ask them, why do you put your hands there? Well, I don't know, that's just how I've always done it. Okay, that's a red flag. But that's why they come to me. That's why people enjoy working with me is because I explain these details so that after doing a certain exercise for a while, they can see how these pieces of the puzzle, which are the specific exercises in a program, 
they can see how that actually is going to get them to where they want to go. But the person with shiny object syndrome, they don't understand this. This person also has no substance or depth behind their goals. And if they do have goals, they are very superficial. This means the goals are very broad, bland, generic. Now, I want to get fit and lose some weight. And that's as far as it goes. The buck stops right there. There's no meaning. There's no purpose behind those goals. They're just saying it because it sounds cool. Or it sounds like that's what they should be saying. And this is why people chop and change so many different exercise programs. Because they get disillusioned that things are actually a lot harder than they think they should be. When in reality, it's just hard. But the reason they lose that motivation, so to speak, is because their goals are not actually meaningful in the first place. When you understand what your goal is, why it is important to you, what effect that will have on your body and on your life and the people in your life when you achieve it, the goals start becoming quite strong. There's a lot of depth there. There's a lot of meaning. There's a lot of motivation to get after it. But the people with the shiny object syndrome, they are of the belief that they are currently making the right decisions and taking the necessary actions. Yet, the same person has minimal or no results to prove it. This is always, This is why my podcast is called The Wake Up Call. It is about self-awareness. So it's not being aware of other people. Everybody's really good at dishing out advice to others. I think you should do this, Bob. Janet, I reckon if you tried it my way, you'd get better results. Well, have you actually tried and spent some time to look internally, looking inwards? Because this is where most people, this is where most people need to spend their time. It's not looking out at all of the whatever else is happening in the world. It's about looking at what's happening in your world. Shiny object syndrome. Avoid it at all costs. And this is where you can look at new things. If they do grab your attention, and they will continue to grab your attention, they're not going to go away anytime soon. As humans, we are drawn to something new or different that we are not familiar with. That's just the way we're wired. If you do happen to see these things, you should now have enough awareness to spot them in their tracks and just look at it objectively. Okay, this new program, this new diet is promising me X. But what is it giving me that I'm not already getting? Is it giving me anything new or is it just the same shit that's packaged in a different way? If you like shiny things, if you really do, my advice to you is this. Go and buy some glitter and some bright colors to put some shine back into your life. Put it in your bedroom, put it on your walls, put it on the ceiling so you have all these shiny things to look at. But if you want tangible, visible results, stop chasing the newest thing and stick to one thing. What you need to do if you're in this category is you need to focus. And focus is an acronym. It stands for Follow one course until successful. Until next time, stop chasing the butterflies. If you loved the wake up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. 
Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.